research that resonates. Schweitzer has not been wrong on any of his years and years of reporting on the Bidens. Investigations that matter. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. But that's, you know, I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that, uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. The only entities, the only people that would report on this, and Peter Schweitzer, who deserves a Medal of Freedom, in my view, This is The Drill Down with Peter Schweitzer. Hi, this is Peter Schweitzer, and welcome to The Drill Down, where we relentlessly expose cronyism, corruption, and the abuse of power in Washington, D.C. The co-pilot here, as always, Eric Eggers. Eric, how are you? I'm excellent, Peter. It's a very busy week here at the Government Accountability Institute. It's a busy month. It is. A lot of accountability, a lot of things happening. Of course, we have the Trump trial, uh, trials that have been taking place, the outrageous behavior of the, uh, the judge and Letitia James up in New York. We also have not one, but two. Uh, Biden family members who are going to be before the House Oversight Committee. So we wanted to go through and look at some of the highlights, some of the hidden gems, jewels, information that people aren't really talking about that they need to know about to be fully informed on what's happening. We definitely want to do that. But, uh, you know, so many of our hidden gems come from, you know, poorly reported news articles in which the writers and reporters, we like to say, bury the lead. Yes. And I think, unfortunately, you're guilty of doing precisely the same thing, because while you've mentioned very important newsworthy stories, the testimony of two Bidens yeah. in Washington, D.C. Uh, this week and next week, the multiple trials of former President Trump. The biggest news, I think, that will surely rock America Uh-oh. is the unveiling of your book next yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Got a new book coming out, Blood Money. It's going to be released on, released on February 27th. We're very excited about it. A lot of new information on the Bidens, people like Adam Schiff, Gavin Newsom. Uh, I think pretty shocking stuff. You're going to meet a guy by the name of White Wolf, who has a relationship with the Biden family, in a, a connection, sort of a connection, a connection yes, with with the Biden family. Hey, sometimes connections are just connections. Sometimes they turn into relationships. <laughs> <laughs> That's good dating like advice. It <laughs> sounds like a dating app. Eric's going to open a dating app. Uh, but anyway, yeah, a lot to talk about. We'll be discussing the book on the next pro- podcast. But today we want to talk about the current state of play yep. uh, on corruption in America. And of course, a lot of people familiar with what's gone on in New York. Um, I think the outrageous conduct. Consider this. That in the United States of America, you have a former president of the United States who's being charged in New York. And the way that they have done this, they brought him up on charges that forced him to have a judge rather than a jury hear the case. I don't know how that's constitutional, Mm -hmm. how you can force a defendant to say, no, 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 you can't have a jury of your peers. You have to have this judge who's politicized here. But then the second thing is. Uh, he lost the case. Clearly, the judge had a bias against Trump. He's supposed to pay hundreds of millions of dollars. And according to them, he can't even appeal the case. Yeah, that's weird. Until he actually pays the money. Again, I don't understand how that is possibly constitutional. It, and it seems uh, like there's not a ton of precedent for it legally that I No, 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 there isn't. So a lot of squirrely things going on. We're not lawyers. There's certainly a lot of good lawyers that are explaining the ins and outs of that case. Nor do we have hundreds of millions of dollars to loan to former President Trump. We do not. We do not. But then uh, is the if there's one thing we've learned from the pending testimony in Congress this week by members of the Biden family is that sometimes loans aren't necessarily just loans. Right. <laughs> and they don't necessarily have to have been like the definition, like, you know, Bill Clinton is yeah. it depends on what the definition of it is, is yeah. with the Biden's. Well, what's the definition of a loan? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You could do a book on 
Biden family corruption advice mm-hmm. um, because they're really actually pretty creative. And the, the loan thing is is outstanding. We know that money is transferred between the Bidens as a, quote unquote, loan repayment, even though there was no apparent underlying loan to begin with. It's a way of covering your tracks and saying, no, 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 this is not income. This is not me paying. It's just that a loan. It's just a loan. The other thing you find, though, is they take this money from foreign nationals. That's a forgivable interest-free loan. So in other words, you know, and we know that there's a Chinese quote unquote businessman that gave them $5 million. It was a loan, no interest. It was, could be forgivable at any time. So again, they don't have to claim it as income on their taxes. Uh, and this thing can linger for years or for decades. And then of course, you've got the famous uh, sugar bro, uh, the Los Angeles attorney uh, that has quote unquote, loaned money to Hunter Biden, millions upon millions of dollars. Who knows what repayment scheme, if any, uh, would apply there? It's it's really remarkable how creative they are, I think, in skirting uh, some of the ways in which less sophisticated, corrupt people would be doing. It. Well, and, you know, in the Biden's defense, there's just loans flying back and forth, left and right. And so even some loans have happened within the Biden family. And those are two of the things that we think the House Oversight Committee members are going to talk to the Bidens about. James Biden's testifying this week behind closed doors, Hunter's bet scheduled to do next week. James Biden will be asked about $200,000 that he gave to Joe Biden, his brother, in allegedly a form of a loan on the same day that that same amount was given to him from this healthcare company, AmeriCorps. And there's explosive, I think, quite damning reporting in Politico, of all places, yeah. about Joe Biden and Jim Biden and the relationship Joe had with Jim's pursuit of business for this healthcare company. And there's a lot of really interesting things that also happens to involve Hunter, who, oh, by the way, has also given a loan to Joe Biden in the form of $40,000 at the same time that he was getting money from this Chinese energy company, who also has a connection to the healthcare company. So it's, (laughs) it's actually quite amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's family values, it's, it's unity, but you do see this commonality of techniques, right? So a lot of people familiar with the story, Hunter Biden sending that threatening message to uh, uh, Mr. Zhao in China saying, you know, where is our money? My dad is sitting here next to me. If you don't send us the money, um, we are going to really, you know, go after you. Yeah. In, in news coverage about this AmeriCorps story, this healthcare uh, company that Joe Biden and Jim Biden was connected to, they cite because uh, multiple healthcare executives or people connected to this story that spoke to Politico on condition of anonymity said, at least one of them said, yes, uh, I was told that James Biden referenced, he's like, I'm sitting here with my brother, yeah. right, while we're talking about this thing. So just FYI, while I'm continuing to try to drum up business for this healthcare company, I've got Joe with me. Yeah, okay? exactly. So and, that's a common thing that we see. Hunter did it with the Chinese and now AmeriCorps. Yeah, the direct quote well. from Hunter's text was, I'm sitting here with my father and we'd like to understand why the commitment has not been fulfilled. So if you ever, you know, when, when James or when Joe Biden likes to say, oh, I never discuss business with my brother, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, that's literally exactly what you said about Hunter. And uh, but yet both Bidens do exactly the same thing when it relates to invoking the presence of the former vice president, the potentially future president uh, in terms of trying to drum up business. And it's like and there's this time frame that will sound incredibly familiar uh, because we've covered this at, you know, sort of fairly extensively. So just think about this. And again, this is information that's from this political article that we expect both Bidens to be asked about in congressional inquiries this week and next week. So September 2017, what's happening in September 2017? Who's president? 
September of 2017 and what year? Uh, well, no, September of 2017. Oh, September of yeah. 2017. That would be Donald Trump. Would yeah. be Don't ask Joe Biden who was president then. It might be <laughs> slightly beyond his right, grasp. Right, right. Look, Hamas just invaded guys. What he was, right. Jeopardy? Right, uh, right. And so, right. So he, so Je- September 2017, this guy, Grant White, who started this healthcare company, AmeriCorps, and he has been speaking with James Biden. He's like, look, we could be a good fit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got this involvement. So he attends this fundraiser for the Bo Biden Foundation with Jim Biden at the event at this Wilmington Country Club is also guest too. It's a fundraiser for the Bo Biden Foundation. Joe Biden is there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, according to Politico, there is no indication that they discussed business. But the point is this this AmeriCorps executive, again, and the, why, the reason why it matters is there's $200,000 that comes from this AmeriCorps to Jim Biden. And then the same time, Jim Biden gives that money to Joe Biden. But Joe Biden's maintained he's got no financial interest in this company. He's got right. no financial interest with Jim Biden. So the AmeriCorps executive comes to this fundraiser, meets Joe Biden. The next month, Jim and Hunter Biden are at lunch at the Mandarin Hotel in Manhattan, uh, where they discuss the possibility that AmeriCorps could land an investment from associates of Jim and Hunter Biden, affiliated with CEFC, this oh. Chinese energy company. Yeah. Now, what do we know about this Chinese energy company? Yeah, we know a lot of things. We know it's we know it's corrupt. We know that uh, eventually uh, uh, Patrick Ho from CEFC ends up getting charged by the FBI, which is exactly what would foil this <laughs> this plan. <laughs> it, as Politico says, in November, Jim and Hunter's plans with the Chinese businessman were upended when one of them, Patrick Ho, was arrested by the FBI yeah. for bribing government officials. Now, isn't AmeriCorps also under FBI investigation? They absolutely are. Not only are they under FBI investigation, or I think it's uh, SEC investigation okay. because of fraud. Yeah, and there's also also, somebody as Politico reported that that, un, that tragically died because of substandard care uh, under the AmeriCorps brand in I think West Virginia. So I mean, this is a real tragedy, and this is just another sort of scandalous enterprise that Bidens are connected to. That we're using Joe's name to try to get business, and they even said, "Well, hey, if when Joe becomes president, and this is I think among the damning things." Uh, he can run if he as he runs for president, he may run on the platform of this rural healthcare delivery mechanism that you guys are citing. So, number one, well, maybe we'll put him on the board. Number two, maybe we'll give him an equity stake. Number three, talking about Joe Biden. Number three, yeah. maybe we we will use this as a campaign platform when he runs for president. Yeah, yeah. And I would say, Shai, so here's the question, and it's kind of a philosophical one, but I think it's really important. You look at the the um, Hunter Biden text to Zhao, yep. right, threatening him. You look at the Jim Biden saying, oh, by the way, Joe is next to me. I've always thought about the Biden business dealings as a form of bribery. These foreign entities are bribing them. Is it possible we're misreading it? It's more extortion. I mean, in other words, they're shaking down. These, these people obviously want to have favors. They want to have things done. But the Bidens are actually extorting them. And saying, you need to pay us, give us cold, hard cash before we do anything for you. That may be what's going on here more than bribery. It may actually be extortion on the part of the Bidens. They're shaking down mm-hmm. people and making threats as they did to Zhao. And, and you know, who knows if they did to AmeriCorps making promises, but extorting people for money. Maybe it's more extortion than bribery. Well, here's why I think that's a, an excellent question and the right question to ask. And there's another thing that happened last week that's relevant to this that some people are citing as evidence that all the biden corruption probes are just fantasy they say clearly republicans are just making this up and it's because <laughs> what this guy that has been an fbi informant alexander Smirnov, yeah he's he's the name we've he has a vodka right you know i i was actually proud of myself for not making that joke <laughs> 
<laughs> and for me, it's probably because given, given personal habits, it hits a little close to home, you know, <laughs> but, but I get that you, that's your vice is the, is the easy reference of alcohol. Right. I saw it and I went right through for it. <laughs> so, um, but so this Alexander Smirnov has been, he's the one that we've referenced this FBI document 1023. Yeah. And he told the FBI that he was told by the head of the Ukrainian energy company, Burisma, that he said, well, this the energy company president's the one that told me that I was told I had to pay the Bidens $10 million, five to Joe Biden and five to Hunter Biden. Yeah. And so he's since been arrested, this Alexander Smirnov, on allegations of making false statements to the FBI. So they believe that they have evidence that that, is, that claim is untrue. Right. And so they've arrested him. They arrested him of all places that talk about bribery charges. Harry Reid Airport in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well make it a clean sweep, right? I mean, yeah. uh, so they arrested him and they said, uh, in, in truth, in fact, the defendant only had contact with the Burisma executives in 2017 after Joe Biden would have been vice president and after the prosecutor was let go. And so right. the fact that this guy's story has allegedly been proven to be false, they say, well, that means the rest of it must be false also. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of things going on here. First of all, I applaud the FBI because, you know, they do this. They arrest people that have lied to them in sensitive political cases. Just look at Christopher Steele. Oh, wait a minute. Christopher Steele, the guy behind the Russian dossier. Right lied to the FBI. He was never charged. In fact, the FBI kept him on the payroll after they knew that he lied. So, I mean, that's the first red flag here right away. I Smirnoff is probably lying. Mm -hmm. I, I would agree with that. And he should be charged. But again, there, why is it that only certain people that lied to the FBI actually got charged? Remember, there was a case uh, uh, that was tried in D.C. where there was a lawyer that worked with the Hillary Clinton campaign that passed along information that he knew was false to the FBI. He was charged. A jury acquitted him. Uh, but the point is, they're they're very inconsistent in the way that they do this. Well, there's one common theme, apparently, for you getting arrested by the FBI. This is the second person who's brought allegations that Hunter Biden's been involved in bribery charges to the FBI to have been arrested, right? Or at least to have been indicted. The other person, I think, went missing in uh, China. But yeah, um, so, so this is a common theme. But I guess the point would be, and why we talk about this in the context of Jim Biden, Hunter Biden, is the allegation was, okay, we, we, I've been told that Hunter Biden and Jim Biden were asking for, or Joe Biden were asking for money to be paid for in exchange for services, AKA bribery. Right. But this is hardly the only allegation or the only piece of evidence that suggests that that is the well, business model. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, let's remember the allegations that Smirnoff uh, is, is making was a statement, a verbal statement he made to the FBI. Mm -hmm. um, there was no corroborating evidence for it. People looked for it. People wondered, did the FBI look for corroborating information? There's no evidence they did. But that is a separate sort of sideshow. The main event mm -hmm. is the money we know that they did already get. Mm -hmm. The the millions from Burisma, the tens of millions from China, the, the millions from Russia. And we know they got that because it's in bank records. So unlike Smirnoff's claim, which is a verbal allegation from what the FBI at least said in the 1023 is a reliable source for 10 years, was never corroborated. Everything else has been corroborated. So when the Democrats try to say, oh, well, this discredits the whole thing. To me, it's another example of either their laziness 
or the fact that they know there really is stuff here and they're desperately trying to figure out a way to get the committee off track and to get people to stop talking about it. It's not going to work because it's there in black and white. We have the financial transactions. We have the emails and we have the fact that the Biden's got tens of millions of dollars and there's no discernible service or product or anything that people can determine that they did in return. So that speaks to me that, that what they were getting is they were getting political access and or political favors in return. That's what the product was. And oh, by the way, whether or not the president of Brisma did pay Hunter Biden and Joe Biden $10 million, we do know that uh, they paid Hunter Biden a million dollars a year uh, with the explicit, we know because of the emails that Hunter Biden yep. had on his laptop, the explicit request is get the prosecutor fired, right? Right. Uh, and then his father, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, even like, again, references his father and sends emails to he says, let's make sure the Brisbane people see this as evidence of the value we add to the table here. Uh, so they make sure the Brisbane people know that once the prosecutor is fired, Joe Biden brags about it. Right. And even withholds a yeah. billion dollars in aid to ensure that the thing the Brisbane executives wanted to happen did happen. Yeah. So whether this person's telling the truth or not, this is Alexander Smirnov. The point is. This is hardly the only piece of evidence of bribery specifically related to Burisma and the Biden. No, that that's that's exactly right. I think the evidence is overwhelming. The last refuge of defense uh, that the uh, Democrats on the Oversight Committee have made is number one, uh, this claim that, well, the Smirnoff uh, issue invalidates everything, which is completely ridiculous. The second defense they make is there's no evidence that Joe Biden got paid. And again, we've said this numerous times. People that are engaged in corruption at a very sophisticated level um, do so in a manner that's not direct. Mm -hmm. If you go to the third world and you're, you're, you know, you need to bribe the president of, of, you know, some Asian or African country, um, you're not going to go up to the president and hand him gold bars. You're going to go to a middleman and oftentimes it's a family member. And so the point is the fact that Joe Biden um, himself uh, is not directly tied to these foreign nationals is irrelevant. His family members served as the middlemen. And if they are getting paid, according to our bribery laws, it's exactly the same as if Joe Biden directly is getting paid. So those are the only defenses they have left. They've ceded everything else including their first claims that there were no deals, that Joe didn't know about the deals, that Joe didn't participate in the deals. All those defenses are gone because the evidence is overwhelming. And this company, AmeriCorps, by the way, it wasn't just James Biden. James Biden's wife, Sarah, worked there. His son, <laughs> Jamie, worked for AmeriCorps. Uh, Hunter Biden would meet with the CEO and even the personal White House doctor or, or the personal doctor of the Bidens, the current White House physician, Kevin O'Connor, joined a meeting with Jim Biden and the president of the hospital. So, I mean, this was clear, like we're all sort of getting in on this potential thing that happened. Uh, what do you make? I guess it's the wrap up. What do we make of the fact that a mainstream media outlet like Politico is reporting on Biden family influence peddling financial transactions involving the companies that for whom the influence is being peddled? Uh, and, and how does it change or shape your perspective that, uh, you know, the Democrats still may be considering making a move at the top of the ticket. Yeah, I think there are, there are absolutely are indicators that that's taking place. Uh, you know, like I, I think this reporter at Politico has written some good things about Joe Biden. My complaint is always that it's always a dollar short and 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 late. Mm -hmm. um, this story about AmeriCorps was actually broken by a reporter named Mark Hemingway in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, so there are some new details, but 
the broader confines were known in 2020. It's just that outlets like political and others basically ignore well, they obtained it. and new email. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so- <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is this is the game they play. But the second thing is these same reporters that want to zero in on this healthcare company, this kind of smarmy deal with the healthcare company are ignoring. I think the far more destructive and explosive deals involving foreign businessmen that have ties to intelligence agencies that have ties to Vladimir Putin, et cetera, et cetera. Those are far more explosive. So why you're focusing on this sort of, you know, corporate shenanigan here to me is, is, is kind of a dollar short. So I'm, I don't think the media is going to turn around until they are signaled basically by the establishment in Washington that it's safe to get in the water and safe to really go after Joe Biden. Well, I think that to your point, there's clearly one reason why you know the bidens have agreed to testify this week and then hunter biden's are going to agree to come in next week uh it's because your book's coming out right so your book's going to break all the news and <laughs> yeah. so it's hunter's like okay we'll slide under the radar we'll go we'll appear before it's actually kind of great time i haven't thought about this right it's a great time i wish we could say we planned it we didn't plan- <laughs> <laughs> like we've had we've had books like not do as well because wars have begun yeah. you know in the week that those books came out as it turns out for you your book comes out the day before hunter biden's scheduled to testify that's, that's okay timing yeah yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's all a grand conspiracy we control the machinery of government no we're just very fortunate it's a constant moving story. We're going to stay on top of it. Uh, we appreciate, as always, listening, spending your time with us on this. We know your time is valuable. Uh, you can find out more about the research and work that we're doing at thedrilldown.com. And of course, you can find this podcast wherever po- fine podcasts can be located. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.